This call is being recorded. Hey. Hey, how are how, you? I'm good. How about yourself? We're good. Yeah, thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah, can you can you hear me okay? Yes. Yeah, we can hear you good. All right. So, um, my name is Dean McGinnis, and I am here uh, with three high schoolers. Who do we got today? Oh, I'm Isabella Espino Marquez. I'm a senior. Well, we're all seniors, but. <laughs> yeah, uh, my name is Marlene Pena. I'm also a senior. I'm Kylie Valero. Um, also a senior. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thanks for being on the show today. Um, I wanted to kind of focus our conversation around social media. Um, the main reason why is because, as you know, it's in the, the news all the time. Um, there's always some TikTok trend or something that's making the news. Um, but the other reason why I wanted to ask about it a little bit is because um, I watched a, a video quite a while ago called The Social Dilemma, and um, it was really interesting and talked about, like, algorithms and how, like, our phones tend to be an escape into a world that is very specifically um, uh, generated for, you know, the content that we're viewing um, but also, I mean, I'm 37. I graduated from high school in 2002. So, like, we didn't have phones. Um, and so social media wasn't a thing. Like, if you got bullied, you got bullied to your your face. Like, there was no, like, cyberbullying. I mean, yeah, people would talk behind your back and things like that. But, you know, it, it wasn't this added level of, I feel like, judgment. Um, you know, like, for example, like how many likes you get or how many followers you have. I mean, none of that was, I feel like, part of the equation. So not only do you have the reality high school, you have the cyber world on top of it. So it's almost like you're being judged in real life and you're being judged on your cyber life. Would, what, are, what are your thoughts around that to start the conversation? Yeah, you kind of like, <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a lot to like digest, I guess. But I mean, it's always kind of a lot to digest, like on social media. Um, and I guess like, I don't know, for me, it's like a lot of my social, like exactly like you said, the social dilemma, the, the documentary you're talking about, like, does really highlight the like, the specifics and systematic algorithms and planning out your platform. And there's a lot that goes into that. And I think like, people manage their social media like a lot around their life and I would even say that I include myself in that because a lot of what I think about and a lot of what I do and a lot of what I care about is in is heavily influenced by social media it's like where I get a lot of my information and that's not always healthy but it definitely keeps me up to date on a lot of different things you know so I think that's really interesting um yeah I appreciate um, that. I know I know we have a lot to unpack with that sentence or that paragraph that I just gave you. So feel free to to spend some time here. We definitely don't have to answer it quickly. For sure. Um I definitely see it a lot with myself. Um I usually like go home and I chill just for a few minutes before I like start doing my homework 
it's like I get so lost in it and I kind of forget about everything else and I like picture picture a different life for me if that makes sense yeah yeah no it does so it's like wait but I'm not that person yeah Mm -hmm. like I'm completely like this Marlin instead of this other Marlin that I picture myself so Mm -hmm. I feel like that it's also influenced like your personality and just like who you really think you are is influenced by social media and others on the social media platform it's also the way you present yourself too like not you specifically but like myself like <laughs> like I the way that I present myself on social media like really can like that's kind of what people I think perceive me as and it really does tell a lot about who you are like without it, it like it gives the incentive of like showing what you are I guess but like not actually diving into what you're talking about or as like a person I guess mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense but like I saw <laughs> recently I just saw this uh this tiktok about um it was so weird because it actually made me question like so much but it was like talking about how like posed um posed instagram is so much easier than like your fixed reality and it talked about like the idea of like people who have like these like photo dumps and like like they the way that you like put like this you try to put like yourself out there like oh this is a, this is a silly quirky version of my life and of pictures but, like these pictures are so like choreographed and like very like heavily like yeah like they're forced to like make yourself look like you're having fun like naturally having fun naturally having these experiences yeah. but you're like always going through the pictures and deciding which picture you naturally look like you're having the most fun in mm-hmm. which is so much harder than just like obviously taking a very candid photo of yourself or like that you're like looking really nice and like you're trying to like romanticize this idolized version of yourself and I think that was something that was like so crazy to me because I totally do that and I didn't even realize that that was like what I what I was doing or like the verse like the difference like your authentic self versus um like what you put on social media because like so many people have like spam accounts and like Mm. personal accounts like even I have a spam account and a personal account and it's like they're kind of different. Like, not neither of them are bad. Well, in my opinion, neither of them are bad. But, yeah. like, they're just very different types of content. And it's really interesting to me. Could you dive into a little bit more of, like, what's, what's the difference? Educate me. What's the difference on a spam account versus a personal account? So, like, before I got... Yeah, for sure. Sorry. Before I got a spam, like, I was kind of on a lot of other people's, like, I would look at their accounts, and it was, like, more, it felt more authenticated, like, what their spam was like, like, kind of mm-hmm. being more vulnerable, um, I guess, and, like, where you're a, a regular, like a, like, a personal social media is more, like, what you want people to see, and, I mean, so is a spam, but a spam just feels more, like, Forced. Yeah. yeah, definitely known as forced or like what like what kind of what Isabella was saying, like what you want everybody to see. It's more of just like what are you talking about? You're like the more quirky like yeah, the yeah. more like authentic I, yeah, more authentic photos. So yeah, yeah, and like so it's also accounts usually are like with way less people. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, they're like more like private. Yeah, they're 100 percent more private because like a lot of people make their spams private. And then, mm-hmm. like, only, like, 12 people are on their spam. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, do you mind if I throw back an example? Let me, to, to clarify if I'm picking this up correctly. So yeah, sure. I, 
Okay, I worked a, a corporate job for about 12 years, and a lot of my role was leadership development, like motivational speaker. I was always like the positive energy guy. And so at work, you know, I always came across like super happy and always motivated and like always willing to help. And I was friends with everybody and I knew everybody in the, in the company. And I mean, they used to use my face for, for advertisement, for mail lawyers. Like I'm still in the corporate office and they're in their front office and one of the pictures. And cause I'm just like this super positive guy. And like, I didn't like hanging out with the majority of the people I hung out with. And I went and did all these things because of the the image that was attached to that. But then when I got home, that was almost like my spam account. And I had like four friends that were really close friends. And they saw me like being more lethargic and um, not always being so positive. And I would talk to them about like my depression and um, so, like, would you say, like, my personal account would be kind of the way I acted at work, and then my spam account would be, like, my home life, my more genuine self, my more authentic self that I choose to share with a smaller group of people? Um, I would I would say yes, because um, kind of, like, the main account can be, like, kind of, like, a front of, like, what you want people to see and what you want people to think of you and kind of like what you said with like your face being kind of the face of like a franchise and like the face of like the company you know it's more of like what you want people to perceive you as like you want them to perceive you as this very very happy person and and obviously you still are that happy person like I'm not saying like that's not like in there but obviously there's more Mm -hmm. to you than just like that happy face that's like always really happy and always really friendly so I would definitely say, like, your example is definitely what, a, like, it's more, like, a spam is more real, I think, but also, that is okay. kind of general, everyone's, like, public account, because I have seen more public accounts that are, like, more authentic, but I think for a general statement, definitely a spam would be, like, your example that you put out. Okay, thanks. I, I appreciate you helping me understand it. Um, the other question that I have is, have any of you ever done or thought about just deleting social media and getting off it and like what type of impact that might have um, with like your online friends and your school friends. Like, what do you think like the reaction to that would be? Um, me personally, I feel like I, I would miss being on social media, but then again, mm-hmm. it would be so much much more beneficial to my mental health and just overall my like school life because I know that my social media takes away a lot of my time from school yes and it's like like I was saying earlier it like takes away your time because you never like really keep track of time yeah it's Mm -hmm. so easy it's like mindless yeah yeah and it's just like you you just keep going through it until like you're like oh snap like I forgot I have to do something and it's just yeah it's bad yeah like yeah yeah, I don't expect any of you to have all the answers I just really appreciate like kind of understanding a bit more of what it's like because like I said I am totally naive to it um in in the sense that like (laughs) 
I, I didn't have social media when I was in school. So, um, so what, with that being said, like what, why do you, why do you stay on social media if you, you know, know that it's not great for your mental health and that it takes away from school? Like what, what's the hook? Girl, I ask myself that question every day. <laughs> um, no, like, because, like, every day I find myself just, like, after I get home from work, I'm, like, tired, and I just want to, like, be done. But then I know that I have, like, a bunch of other stuff I have to get done, like, just homework or chores or whatever. And um, it's really hard to, like, it, sometimes it's, like, an escape, and at the same time, it's, like, an addiction, kind of, at the same time. Like, I think in the beginning, I was, like, oh, I just like this. This is easy for me. This is super chill. And then it kind of, like, it kind of feels like sometimes, like, it's a job. Like, to keep up with it, like, to make sure that I'm, like, up to date on stuff. And I, I'm involved in a lot of other things. So, like, I I'm always try to, like, uh, make sure that I'm responding back to people or make sure that I'm getting back because our – sending my emails or trying to network or trying to like make sure that I all my plans are set, falling into place but then I constantly find myself just like losing track of time and it's so frustrating because it's like if I just didn't have to do this element of communication I would hmm. probably uh be, have a lot more time like I'd probably be a lot more and I'd be happier <laughs> and like I know that I had a friend um who I'm Catholic and we I have a friend that's Catholic and we do what's called Lent and mm-hmm. she gave up, like, all of her social media, and she actually was super happy about it, and it made her life a lot better. For 40 days, right? Yeah, it was, like, 40 days that she deleted all of her social media, and it was just, like, super easy for her. Or, like, also, Did like, she I go back to it after after the 40 days? Did she go back to it? Yeah, but she was, like, she kind of found that, like, it was just easier, like, if she was able to put that boundary Gotcha. Um, like, so she went back like, with kind of a new mindset. Yeah. Like, I think setting boundaries is something that a lot of, like, especially, like, students or, or just pe- people who don't, like, haven't noticed, like, boundaries are important or, like, knowing those type of, like, life skills because it's uh-huh. so new. Right? Like you're saying, like, it's so new. Like, people don't really, like, know how to navigate those types of skills. And without setting boundaries, it kind of just leaves it open for up to however much you want and like no regulations kind of you know gotcha that so boundaries are really important and i don't think just with social media i think boundaries are really important for all aspects of life and um you know even like as relationships go you know like with your parents or with your boyfriend or you know with your coworkers, like what you know what where are your boundaries and in, in like those areas so I mean, it's interesting that you use boundaries because I feel like it applies to so many other areas as, as well. I also feel like social media is, like, really catchy uh, because uh-huh. I know, like, if I'm going through it, I'm just like, oh, I saw this earlier. And it just, like, sticks in my mind. Uh-huh. And I know that our school... Um, we put out our information like on Instagram or on Facebook and stuff like that, just because it's like once you see it on social media, it's kind of forget, mm-hmm. kind of hard to forget about it. Yeah. Gotcha. Like, what what, what social media do you use the most? Is it Instagram, TikTok, or a little bit of everything? Oh, um, I feel like I use 
Uh, I feel like I use a little bit of everything. Yeah, I probably would say I use TikTok or like I would probably say TikTok just because like I don't know like there's like a lot of like I like read like the, I'm on like the comment section. Yeah, the comment section uh-huh. and then like the part of like kind of like the algorithm. I can't say it. algorithm. Thank you. But um, what we were talking about earlier, I'm just like on like. A lot of Marvel TikTok and a lot of art TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just kind of fun to like, because it's things you like. Yeah. That's the thing. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's I think public. it feels hard. Yeah. Like, I think my mom was like super strict about me not having Snapchat. Like, I'm a senior in high school and I mm. barely got Snapchat like in September. Um, and in a way, like, I actually think it was really beneficial for me because it's just, like, it kind of is, a, like, you know, like you're saying, kind of, like, a waste of time. But um, yeah. maybe Instagram. But, yeah, I'm on TikTok a lot. It's, like, a, it feels like gotcha. the environment is very, like, it makes you feel very connected, but it's also mm-hmm. very toxic. Like, it it catches you. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. No, that's. It's really interesting. I, I appreciate the the words that you're using to to describe it. You were you were talking about your mom not allowing you on Snapchat. I got I got a little something funny for you. So get this: when I was in high school, um, if it wasn't on PBS Channel Eight, we didn't see it. We weren't we weren't allowed to have cable TV. And so what? I didn't get to watch. Yeah, so I didn't watch anything because where we lived, we had to get like Direct TV, and it was like you know ninety bucks a month or something, and we were we were tight, you know, on on um, finances. And so it was like, so if I was over at a friend's house, maybe you know, then I'd get to see it. But like, I didn't grow up with TV like at, at all on uh, on that level, and. And so, like, I felt really out of the loop at school when kids were talking about, like, these shows. But, like, at the same time, as I reflect back on it, um, I had so much more time to do all these other things. Like, I would, you know, I would sit at the kitchen table and just draw for hours or, you know, um, go outside with my brother and we would, like, you know, build forts and tree houses and um, and so we did different things with our with our time, but yeah, it's kind of funny that you're talking about no Snapchat. Like, I'll take you way back. We didn't. I didn't have TV. <laughs> yeah. Um. So okay, and I appreciate you all calling me today, and I know we're doing this virtually. Um, I just got like a couple more questions. Do you do you have a few more minutes? Uh, I do. I do too. Yeah, I do too. Okay. So here's my my next curious one because like I said, out of the loop, I don't get this one. What do you guys feel you're seeing with like all the TikTok vandalism things, like all through the paper, and like what is kind of what's the, what's the on campus vibe of that? Like, how does that hit you personally? Do you feel like it's like a majority or a minority, and just like the my just like the the bad press is what's getting it i mean because um, i know sometimes like you know a little bit of of bad goes a long ways in the media and so i was just kind of curious what how as a consumer of social media in high school how do you feel when you see these headlines in the papers about like high school students and tiktok um personally okay so there's actually been a lot of vandalism going on in our school which i i'm, mm-hmm. I'm thinking that you heard about it like we have no boys bathrooms like they have to use the porta potty at all like 
all of them are shut down because um, some of the boys at our school have been just destroying them. And it's like, honestly, I personally, like, kind of, I'm going to say this quite bluntly, but I yeah. think it's just stupid. Like, obviously, it's stupid. And I feel like some people use social media as an excuse yeah. for, like, oh, yeah, this is why I'm doing these things, just to, like, kind of get out of, like, actually holding full accountability. But that's, like, that's my personal opinion because yeah. I just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um. My point on it, like my point of view on it, is like you see it on social media and you like you watch the video and you're just like, oh, that's like stupid, but it's funny. You know? Yeah. Like that's kind of where I'm at yeah. too. And then you like, and then you're like, okay, whatever. And then you forget about it mm-hmm. and you see it like happening here at the school and you're just like, why? Like, why? What is the reason? Yeah. Like, what did you gain? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's obviously like you took a you took away your privileges to bathroom now you have to use porn potties outside like yeah like a quick fix for what like it's not like it's like all these little highs that kids get off of like doing this yeah, and like it's like for what okay so do you feel like it's like like a uh like a popularity thing or do you feel like it's just like um kids doing it to like get attention or do you have i mean i'm not gonna Obviously, this is just a, a you know a chat based on your opinions, and you know nothing here is um, you know based on science and facts, and you know and so uh, you know um, what are your what are your thoughts on like the why? I mean, because obviously it sounds like the girls aren't doing it. True, I think I'm honestly like I feel like this is totally I know this is totally placing blame on something like that is not really anyone's fault, but like. I feel like it's a lot of, like, kids have been so repressed, like, at home and stuff. Like, I don't know if it's a cry for help or just, like, a cry for, like, I just want attention or, like, they're bored or they want to, like, feel Uh alive or something. But, like, it seems like it's, like, way more out of proportion than I've ever seen it before. And, like, it's just really interesting. Like, I think there's, there's definitely a million reasons that it could be, and I don't think it's, like, one specific reason. I feel like, I feel like the, I think it's a little bit of both, like, attention and popularity, because Mm -hmm. you would, like, you would see the kids that are, like, go around school, like, trying to be funny, they're the ones that are, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think they just, like, want a sense of belonging, like, Mm -hmm. like, I don't really think they're doing it, because, like, they're, like, oh, I think it would be so cool if I trashed the bathroom. Like, I don't really think anyone thinks that, you know? No, you have to have an audience. Yeah, it has to, it's got to be for the audience. Like, I don't know why anyone would do it otherwise. to, like, have fun for yourself. It's, like, just to get a reaction. Yeah. I I really appreciate your your point of view on it. Can I have one final kind of question? Um, do you have any thoughts based around, like, a solution? Because I know, like, a lot of the staff have been, you know, kind of racking their brains around it. And, um, and you know, it's not just our school. It's, you know, our school district that, you know, it's happening. It looks like all across the country. Um, but from, like, a student perspective, um, how, do, how do you see possibly it getting fixed? Um, I would... Honestly, I feel like they should just let it be. Like, if they want to trash their own bathroom, let it stay like that. So when they actually mm-hmm. have to go use it, and they go in there and they're like, oh, my God, this is so nasty. Like, I don't want to use this anymore. And then they'll, like, you see, it's like, 
yeah. using their own medicine for themselves. Yeah. Um. I mean, honestly, I feel like there's been, like, this really huge power struggle. Like, this is mm. so morbid and kind of, like, dark. But, like, I feel like a lot of kids are, like, what's the point? Like, like, there's not really a rhyme or a reason. Like, I feel like a lot of kids are, like, questioning, like, why am I even here? Like, why am I at school? Like, what am I doing? What am I doing with my time? Mm-hmm. And, like, mm. a lot of kids are, like, well, this is just fun, you know? And it's, like, a lot of questioning why. And so, like, and I feel like a lot of teachers and – or not teachers, but staff in general are kind mm-hmm. of questioning why, too. And so it leaves this, like, really open gap that no one is necessarily talking about. It's, like – Teachers are struggling, they're tired, they're worn out, they're not getting, like, the support that they need. Admin doesn't know what, like, sorry, not, they don't, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to put it out like that, but, yeah. And then, like, so, like, it kind of leaves students, like, if you don't know what you're doing, how can you expect students to know what they're going to do? Or, like, how can you expect them to act a certain way, you know? But mm-hmm. as far as a solution, I don't know. Just maybe, like, I would say, like, I don't know, maybe, like, open dialogue. I feel like there's a lot of power struggle. If I've learned anything about, like, delegation and, and like, communication, it's about mm-hmm. you have to, like, communicate on both sides. Otherwise, the other side just feels like they're being talked down to and they feel stupid. And I feel like a lot of kids are tired of being talked to like they're stupid. And then it, like, leaves that mentality of, like, okay, you're going to talk to me stupid, then I'll act stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see that. Like, so, I, it's, like... I hey I appreciate this I I know we're just you know having uh, like an off uh a, you know a, a conversation to um to see what your perspective is and um you know so it's I I appreciate it and the other thing I was going to add is um it kind of almost shows the impact of what you know a year and a half off or you know eight months or um, but what what this break in school has really done, um, and it seems like a lot of kids have been impacted from it, and um, you know staff as well. Um, and it's it's not so much the thought process of like how do we get back to where we were, but more of the thought process is how do we take where we were and how do we take where we are and generate this new way to. Um, kind of work and learn and live in our current school environment. How does how does that sound? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so well, hey, I appreciate all of all of the time that we've had today and um, the conversation. And like I said, thank you again for doing this um, uh, digitally today. Um, sorry, I wasn't able to be there in person, and um, I hope the three of you have a great rest of the day. And uh, anything else uh, before we sign off? Um, no, personally, no. Um, no, I think it was a good conversation. Um, but yeah, no, pretty much this is probably the last thing I said. But stay safe. Uh, thank you for having us. That's okay. all I have to say. I'll let the other two say anything else to say. Yeah. Thank you for having us. It was it was a it was an interesting topic because I feel like everyone's like, oh yeah, social media affects us, but period. They never, <laughs> that's it. They never really like dive in a little to to see why and how. Yeah, I really appreciate the platform. Like, I feel like it's like really cool that 
you want to like actually hear the perspective of students. It it makes us feel heard. Hey, thank you so much. I I mean, you you saying that is um, what helps that motivation to continue to do these and um, your on I would say openness and honesty is what also helps the conversation. It, I think it speaks to what you were talking about earlier is just having an open dialect um, between staff and students. So um, I, I appreciate it. Thank you again for being on the show and uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. bye.